1: 20 minutes a day, 365 days a year. This is the Pack-A-Day Podcast.
2: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Pack-A-Day Podcast. It is your one-stop shop for all things green and gold. My name is Mike Lund. I'm joined this week by Mark Eckel and Gage Bridgeford. And guys, it's good to have a game preview again after playing last Thursday night. It's been 10 long days and a very long week. But now the Packers are into Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs in what is going to be quite the marquee matchup of Jordan Love against Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I guess, Mark, what are you looking for for this game as we get into our preview?
1: I'm looking for Jordan Love. I mean, this is, this is all about Jordan Love now this week. And, um, and like you said, the Arizona game was 10 days ago. It seemed like it was about three months ago. I mean, it was, it was a great win, great game, everything. But wow, this. I mean, it just seems like oh, there's so much has happened and not happened. Um, much has been made about, you know, obviously Aaron Rodgers is not, isn't playing because he tested positive. And then his, um, his interview with, on, with Pat McAfee kind of has everybody up in arms. Can I just say this be, before we start? Why do people get so worked up over football players and what they say? They're football players. I mean, they're not, maybe because I, I mean, I've dealt with football players for, you know, two thirds of my life. I mean, they're good people. They're, they're guys like anybody else. But I mean, Aaron, like to me, Aaron, what Aaron Rodgers said and did is like, it's like way low on the list of things that happened in the NFL this week. The Oakland Raiders had their number one draft pick from a year ago kill somebody. He's going he's to go to jail for God knows how, how long. And that's gotten brushed aside because Aaron Rodgers said he didn't he didn't want to get he's allergic to a vaccine and didn't want to get it. And, you know, and maybe or maybe not. I'm not going to say you lied. He misled people about it. I mean, but so what? I mean, that that on the grand scheme of things, that's not very important. When when other things the Washington foot Football team is a, is a complete disaster and it, and it's being covered up. Um, the, the Cleveland Browns released a wide receiver who was who was fighting with the, with his quarterback, a guy that they they traded a lot to get just a couple of years ago. All that to me is much more newsworthy in in terms of NFL stuff than the Packers quarterback, you know, testing positive. Alan L- L- Lazard missed the game last week because he 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 wasn't vaccinated. It wasn't no big deal. I mean, he missed the game. But it's because of who was. he is. It's because exactly. the, it's because
3: exactly. of the MVP of the league, and it gives everybody yeah. the chance to kind of disassociate with their lives and whatnot. We're not going to get into too much of that today. Mark, I appreciate you addressing so it just from just, the I, beginning. I, I just,
1: I mean, just, I'm more upset that Aaron Rodgers is missing the game. I don't care if he – I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, it's, okay. And it's, it's because people can argue. about. You can't argue about Henry Ruggs. I mean, no one's going to – said him, right? I mean, you know, he was wrong in a, on him for a hundred things, but you could argue over, Rock, oh, vaccine, this way, you know, so that's why people just want to talk about it, but to me, it's like, I just wish he was playing more, but instead, we got Jordan Love, and we get a chance to see a guy that I've been wanting to see since the Packers drafted him in, in the first round.
3: Yep, and I'm, I'm excited to watch him. I, like, I've been talking to friends and whatnot over the last few days, and I, I'm excited. I, would I rather have Aaron Rodgers under center? Absolutely. He's not I'm not – I don't feel like Green Bay's completely shot, and whether that's confidence in Jordan Love or confidence in a guy that I think is not getting talked about enough for Coach of the Year, Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur has given me all the confidence in the world and in his ability to lead this team with or without Aaron Rodgers – and you look at a guy like uh, – I'm going to compare him to Brandon Staley really quick. Brandon Staley has been the darling of the analytics and sports writer media because he says all the right things. He's like, we're going to be aggressive on first and second down. We're going to go for it on fourth down more. We're going to do all this stuff, but he hasn't actually done it. Versus LeFleur, he says all the right things, and for the most part, he does all the right things. Outside of his 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 and Rogers' ability to just burn timeouts and think that they have 17 of them every half – I think that they do a great job of constantly trying to be different, innovate, and they can win in so many different ways. And that's why I have a lot of confidence in Green Bay being able to keep this game close and being able to hang, as we're going to talk about today. I'm I'm not nervous at all. Again, I would rather have Lo- Rodgers under center. We don't. That's okay. We we move on rather than being thinking like a couple of years ago when Rogers broke his collarbone. We were all as we were all like, well, we're sunk. I don't feel like that's the case now with Love under center because of this support system he has around him for this matchup.
2: And I think you're spot on with that. And not only that, when you look at well, the players have said the right things, look at what Aaron Jones has been saying, Devontae Adams being back now, Kenny Clark's been saying a lot, like they have his back and you know, the game plan is going to be to take all the pressure off love that you can. They're going to let him sling it over a little bit, but, it's like this is going to be a very heavy Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon type of game with a couple with Devontae Adams. We had a couple shots now to Marcos valdez Scanling, who's back on the roster. Like it's going to be a simpler game plan than what we'd have expected if it had been Rogers under center. But that doesn't mean love is just going to be, going to be sitting there trying to be Rogers. He's going to be Jordan Love and he's going to be a guy that they're going to, they're going to let him play within what he can do at this point being a 22 year old quarterback and trust the playmakers around him. To win this game,
1: oh, I agree, and I agree with what Gage said about Matt Lafleur. Um, you know, he won't get coach of the year no matter what the Packers do. He, he he won't get it because. And I used to have a vote for coach of the year. You always vote for it's, it's almost it's it's always a, a team that nobody thought was going to be good that turns out being good. So whatever whoever that team is is here. A team that makes the playoffs that no one thought was going to make the playoffs or wins the division. Um, so it's probably, right now the leader is probably Taylor in um, Cincinnati. You know, they've been bad forever, and they, they look like they might be decent. Although, if they keep losing to teams like the Jets, it, it, it might not help them. But that's who gets it. But in, in, in spite of that, like, Bill, I don't think Bill Belichick's ever won Coach of the Year. I'm not, I don't think he's ever won it. But guess what? He's won a bunch of Super Bowls. So I'll, I'll exchange Matt LaFleur not winning Coach of the Year for him winning a Super Bowl. Uh, but what what he's done this year, start from the beginning, start from from, from the offseason, when he, when he had to deal with, is my MVP quarterback coming back or not? You know, and he had to get ready for that. And then all the injuries this this team has had, um, I mean, and and not just injuries to to guys, injuries to all pros. He hasn't had his Pro Bowl all-pro left tackle all season. Um, He hasn't had his best pass rusher for all but 18 snaps of the first game, and those 18 snaps weren't very good because the guy really shouldn't have even been playing Probably He hasn't had his Pro Bowl corner for for more than half a year. Um, He loses his rookie center, who was playing very well. Um, I mean, we go on and on, Devontae Adams missed the game. MVS missed three or four games. I mean, the way they them, the way they beat the Cardinals um, last Thursday night, or two Thursday nights ago, um, I'll, I'll, I expect a similar. Because Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers was good in that game, but he wasn't. He, he wasn't MVP in that game because they they relied on Dylan and Jones and quick short passing. I expect the same kind of game plan today, but maybe with. A couple, more, a couple, more, maybe more lull the Chiefs into thinking you're going to run and, and quick little short, and then bang, hit him with a bomb to MDS or or, or hit him with a, a, a Devontae Adams for you know over the middle for 25 or so. Um, like like, like Gates said earlier, Jordan Love has not, not not only does he have a good supporting cast with 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 his with his coaches, and let's give Hackett some some credit too because I think he's in, he's much involved in the game plan as well. But he has two good running backs, two very good running backs, and all those wide receivers back now. So. There, are, there are worse, worse situations for a young quarterback making his NFL first his first NFL start to be, and then, then the one Jordan Love's going to be in later today.
3: Yeah, um, real quick. So, Greg, uh, Bill Belichick has three Coach of the Year titles. Uh, his last one was in two thousand ten. Uh, the the year. Okay, no. he, yeah, he won in 10, uh, 03, and then 07, obviously, when they went and went, went undefeated all the way to the Super Bowl. And just out of curiosity, I also looked up Greg Popovich, same guy, also great coach for a long time. Also only won three Coach of the Year awards throughout that time. Two Did guys Phil
1: Jackson that, ever
3: win one? Ah, uh, didn't look up Phil Jackson. I was more just like trying to look at guys that like have had long runs, but you would, you're like, they haven't really won a ton of Coach of the Years. So and those were two guys that obviously you can make the argument, Bill could have won of the year could could have run several years kind of like lebron could have won mvp many years in the nba and just didn't but anyway moving on you're right about the hackett aspect of things i think that hackett is a very underrated portion of this because he he like he controls like the red zone that and green bay's red zone has been a little red zone offense specifically has been a little underwhelming so far this year granted the red zone defense hasn't been uh too stunning either uh so uh, up until the last couple of weeks but Hackett is still a very key part of how this whole thing works. Rodgers, any time that he would talk about the offense and talk about the play calling and putting the plays together, he would talk about the work that Hackett did and the work that LaFleur does. LaFleur, like you said, he, last week in a game that Rodgers was not MVP-level play, they found a way to get a win. And granted, and I think that the game should have been as close as it was. I think A.J. Dillon should have gotten more touches, especially down close to the goal line. Like, mate on that play, on that series where they had four straight runs to Aaron Jones, maybe you give A.J. Dillon one or two of those. Just let the guy who has ran over everybody all night long and has drugged guys three to four yards, even after being hit in the backfield, let him get that shot. He didn't, you move on. Green Bay came out of the game with a win, which is at the the end of the day, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter. I don't care if Zach Taylor is doing well because you've been bad forever. Cool, you were bad for two years before this, so I'm not willing to just hand you an award. It's like you have just been good this year. LaFleur is being, has been good both of his first two years, and he's good again this year. And you're, you're, as you pointed out, all these guys he doesn't have. Hasn't had David Bakhtiari. Elton Jenkins been in and out of lineup. Z hasn't played since week one and basically didn't play in week one. You're getting – your secondary has been decimated outside of your safeties, and even Darnell Savage has missed a little bit of time, but – Jair Alexander's missed time. Stokes didn't start week one. King's been banged up for several weeks. He's coming back this week. You're playing Rasul Rus- Douglas, who was on the practice squad for the Cardinals three week, three four weeks ago. You're just you're getting play and getting improve and getting good play out of everybody all over the roster. And that is the sign of a good coach. A good coach can make everybody on the roster play to their full potential. And it's, that's, why, that's the main thing that I look at between a team like Green Bay and a team like Tampa. Everyone's like, oh, Tampa's got stars here, 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 here. Cool. Green Bay's getting more out of their players, even if they're not superstars. And that's the mark of a good coach. A good coach can bring everybody up to a star level. That's the light level of play he's bringing in, and I'm just... I'm excited to watch what he does this week and then even possibly next week. Obviously, Rodgers can can return next week, Saturday, to the facility, and that's the first time he can come back. But if he isn't able to come back, I'm not, like, against Seattle, I'm not, like, scared that Jordan Love's the one suiting up, possibly against Russell Wilson or whoever else is going to be up there for them, a quarterback, because cause LaFleur and this team and this system around him has gives you the confidence that we haven't had in Green Bay for a long time.
2: No, I'm with you. And I guess a couple of things to add on to that. Let's also give some love to Luke Getze you know, for his work as the quarterbacks coach with Love. You know, he's working really hard with him also during the weeks when Rodgers was around, but also this week, I think him and Hackett working really closely with him, getting him ready, getting his mechanics right, getting him focused in the huddle. Cause I know Devonta Adams said on Friday that he has really been impressed with Love's presence during running the first team reps when they're, when they're breaking huddles and everything like that. And also you talk about Putting your players in the best position to make plays, and that's kind of what we haven't seen in Kansas City this year. They they're all out of sorts right now, and everyone's saying this could be their get right game, but their offense has been out of sync. They've been Mahomes has been freelancing a bit too much, Hill hasn't been able to beat coverages, Kelsey's been doing his thing, but this Kansas City team is not playing like the well oiled Kansas City team we had been seeing the past couple of years that had won a Super Bowl.
0: We're driven by the search for better.
1: Well, their defense has been, a, has been atrocious as well. They haven't, um, they haven't played well at all. they they blitz at times. I mean, they, they want to blitz, but it hasn't gotten there. Uh, their secondary is, isn't what it was. I don't know what's happened there, but, um, I mean, the only, team, I mean, they have four wins, right? Kansas City, four and four. Three of four are against the, the, the three stooges of the NFC East, the Eagles, Giants, and Washington. I mean, three of the worst teams in the league probably. I mean, Dan, they, they the reason I'm confident, and again going back to the, the Matt Lafleur thing, what we're saying now all sounds great. I hope we're not we're not jinxing anything. But um, the reason people don't give Matt Lafleur enough credit is because he has Aaron Rodgers. So when people think of the Packers winning in the last year, is getting to the title game, going 13 and three, they're giving Rodgers more credit than Lafleur. And I'm not sure if it's accurate or not, but that's just people's opinion. If he wins tomorrow or today, with without Aaron Rodgers with a, with a young quarterback. If he if, if if the offense doesn't miss a beat and Love looks great, that's a lot of points for out Matt Lafleur. However, worst case scenario, Love looks awful, the offense is out of sync, they don't do anything, and lose by a lot. And then then the people that say it's all it's it's all Rodgers are going to have a pretty good argument. Um, you know we you know Mike Mike McCarthy you know lived off Favre and Rodgers for a long time, and then when he had to play Brent Hundley, he wasn't very good, right? So you know, we'll 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 see what, what what happens, but I'm I am I just like Jordan Love. I think Jordan. I like to pick. I'm one of the few people that actually liked the pick when they made it. Um, and now I'm anxious to see what exactly what I liked. Um, but Kansas City, I mean, they're just they're going through that Super Bowl loser jinx, which other than New England. Because Tom Brady's Tom Brady. Every I mean, look look it up. Look back. Every the the, the the team that loses the Super Bowl struggles the next year. Some of them make the playoffs, but when they do, they usually get eliminated early. Look at the you know forty nine and, and a lot of it. Sometimes injuries, whatever. But it's you can't tell me it's not real because it's real. The Forty ers were a mess last year. The Rams were a mess two two years ago, and now Kansas City's following that that same trend. You lose the Super Bowl. And it, it's a hangover that you don't get over right away.
3: Every time that somebody's asked me in the last few weeks, whether it's like a work or around the house or whatever, someone said, hey, what, what's going on with Kansas City? Why are they struggling? And I and my response at one point in time, it was just and eh, it's just it's they're just working through a funk. But now it's very quickly become apparent, become apparent that it's luck has run out. And when I when I say that, they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, go back and look at last year. Patrick Mahomes had more interceptions dropped than anybody else. I believe he had 16 or 17 interceptions dropped on the year. This year, those interceptions aren't dropping as much. He threw one late in the Giants game that could have cost them the game. He got lucky that there was an offsides penalty. It's luck isn't going their way. Those balls, that, like it's, a, it's an egg-shaped ball that bounces. It never bounces the same way twice. And right now the ball has, rather than bouncing their way every single time, it's bouncing the other direction. I look at it like uh, Seattle. Seattle, at the beginning part of this decade, it seemed like every time they played, the ball bounced their way. It was Doug Baldwin, the ball bouncing off of him while he's sliding across the ground, and it still ends up on his lap. Uh, the Brandon Bostick play that I know we all try to forget, but it happened. There's just every single time a play happened that could have gone their way or could have gone the other way, uh, fail Mary, went their way. Every time, and the Chiefs for the last few years, that's the way it's gone. Obviously, they had the D Ford play the cost in the first trip to the Super Bowl that the uh, that the Patriots went to and beat the Rams. They had just every play has seemingly seemed to go their way, and at a certain point, that luck just runs out. And right, and also their roster, your roster gets expensive. Guys get traded because you can't afford to keep them all around, and that's just the way it goes. They and they're keeping all these guys like Tyron Matthews back. You still have Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill. You have, but there's only so many, there's only so much money to go around. You're going to have to trade guys. They just had to trade uh, Laurent uh, Duvernay Tardif the other day. And it was simply like, and Tardif started for them in the Super Bowl, but they just, it came down to money. They weren't going to have enough money to keep him. And so they got something for him. It was a backup tight end who probably won't play that much for him, but they got something because just the roster gets expensive. The roster gets older as well. I'm not sure how old Matthew is off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure he's in his early 30s at this point. It's just, it's just the way it goes. And this roster for Kansas City is still a talented one. Obviously, Mahomes is still one of the most prolific quarterbacks in the league, but people are also forcing him to do play a game that he doesn't want to play. And that's why, like everyone said, oh, the the blueprint that the, the Bucks put out. No, that's not 100% true. But at a certain point, it is. Rodgers is willing to take these dump offs. He's still not always willing to take it, but He's more willing to do it than Mahomes is. Mahomes keeps trying to force the deep shot and this Green Bay defense will make you play for, pay for that. I'm pretty sure Green Bay has a turnover in every single game this season, at least one. I think they have, uh, like, I think they have like eight straight games now with a turnover this year. That's because they are making plays and Green Bay will force Mahomes to take those checkdowns and with their tackling this year, which I think I saw a couple weeks ago, they were n- number one in the league for missed tackles this year. I know that for those of us that watch Packer football over the last few years, that doesn't happen. Green Bay has consistently had issues with tackling, and right now they're tackling well. So if they force Mahomes to take those checkdowns, even if he takes it, they're rallying up to the ball and they're hitting guys and they're taking them down on the first try. They're not necessarily letting guys slip through all that often.
2: I'm with you on that. The thing that will help the Packers defense especially is that Kansas City is either unable or unwilling to run the ball more often than not. We saw that in the Giants game. The one drive they ran the ball was, was successful, but other than that, the enemy and Reed just ignored it. And they just, they could not pound the rock in, and, in and, and the slightest. And if, and so if you give Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith a chance to tee off on Orlando Brown at tackle, it's going to be a long day for Mahomes because he's going to have to try and escape, but with the, with the motors that those guys have, they're not going to let him get very far. Mahomes is really athletic, but he's also not the, the, the burner of a guy like Lamar Jackson or, or even like a Josh Allen. So I, that's one of those things where the Packers pass rush, if the Chiefs' offense isn't working, that that's going to change things around a lot.
1: My thing with with, um, with Kansas City, I just think you have to. Mahomes is still Mahomes. I mean, he hasn't played like like he had the last couple of years in the last two, three years when when they were going to Super Bowl, getting to the AFC Championship game. But the pressure's been getting to him. Every team they play has really gotten. I mean, the teams that have given them a hard time. They've gotten good pressure, and it's forced them into mistakes. He, he will make mistakes. As, as Gage pointed out, he, he's made mistakes in the past, but has gotten away with them. This year he's not. The, the, the best game Kansas City's played this year offensively was probably against the Philadelphia Eagles, who didn't get any pressure on and
3: that's why. And they played with the lead the entire game. Exactly. This defense that's aggressive play is way is built to play with the lead. They're not built to play from behind. And that's what they've right. been doing a lot this year.
1: So the Packers, have, I think the key for, for Green Bay today is getting pressure. I mean, that's, it's, I mean, that's, that's a It's, that's almost always the key, but especially today, they, they have to make, you know, make, Mahomes, and they don't necessarily have to get a sack, but make them move off his, make them un- uncomfortable make him throw the ball sooner than he wants, make him, you know, he'll, he'll throw it up for Rams and we, we, we've seen that. So, you know, this is a, so Kenny Clark has to dominate up front the way he has in the way he has most of the season, but especially recently. Um, Rashawn Gary has to come on. Um, I think we'll see more and more of Whitney Merciless who has been getting some, some, some pressure in 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 his 30 some snaps a game that he's been getting. Um, I'm hoping Dean, Dean Lowry's listed on the injury report with a hamstring I'm hoping he's okay because Kiki's out and that's a guy that it's a shame. Every time he starts to play well, he ends up getting hurt. Um, another con- concussion and, he, and he's going to be out this week. Hopefully he's back sooner than he was last year when he got the concussion and never came back. Um, cause I mean, I think up front is where they're going to have to win this game on, on defense. I think that the, the, defensive front seven has to get pressure. They'll be playing deep. They'll be keeping everything in front of them. Um, I'm, I'm glad, you know. I know I know Packer fans always want to whip Kevin King, but I, I'm glad he's back. Um, I don't know if he, I don't know if he's going to start because I, the way Douglas is playing and Stokes is playing, I'm not sure I would take either one of them out. But it's good to have another, you know, experienced defensive back in there. Um, so yeah, I mean, the Packers can win this game. I, I'm, I'm not in the lead. I think they can win this game.
3: Yeah. Uh, When I saw that the betting line, like where it had moved to, I um, was very quickly in the group of taking Green Bay to cover uh, because you could and I have also have a little bit of money sprinkled on them as the uh, on the money line. So they were at what they opened as two and a half point dogs and the line moved, moved, moved. And at one point it got down to Green Bay. uh, It it was a pick up between the two sides. It was even money on both sides and. Uh, as soon as the rot, and then the books took it down at about noon, obviously when the Riders news came out. And Green Bay at one point got up to eight, I believe I got it at eight and a half, actually. Wow. Uh, yeah, I got I got pretty lucky with uh with where I got it, but Gre- Green Bay has the formula to even if they don't necessarily beat Kansas City, I think I like I have confidence that they can. Even if they don't beat them, they have the formula to keep it more than close. With Kansas City can't stop the run. And AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones are more than capable of beating up this Kansas City team. And Green Bay, can, so if Green Bay can do that, control the clock. Even if they don't beat them, they can keep the game close. And all it takes is one mistake by Kansas City, who's made more than a few of those this year, for Green Bay to capitalize. You have two running backs. This is exactly why you have these guys. Is so if your quarterback is ever a downgrade. Like and I'm not and I don't think anybody's gonna make the ar- argument that Jordan Love is better than Aaron Rodgers right now. I mean we're waiting to, we're gonna wait and see, but this is why you have these guys. So that way, if your quarterback isn't having a perfect game or you have a young quarterback who isn't 100 ready for the moment, you can lean on these running backs and let them support Jordan Love, just like they supported Aaron Rodgers last week. Aaron Rodgers wasn't having his best game. That's okay. Hand it to AJ Dillon. He'll rip off a carry for six yards on first down and set you up in second and four. That's great. He averaged, I'm pretty sure, over five yards per carry on the night. Aaron Aaron Jones had a a bunch of touches, found the end zone once, nearly found it twice. This is this Green Bay team is built to beat people in a variety of ways on the offensive side. You were right, by the way, that they do need to win up front, and they can win up front. Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith against Orlando Brown is a good matchup for Green Bay. Orlando Brown is a big, strong guy. He's not the most fleet of foot. I know we've all seen the infamous video of him running the 40 and looking just – almost as unathletic as I am, but it was not a good look for him. And he's never been an athletic guy. He's not super he's not super agile on his feet. Rashawn Gary can really get after him with his speed and his power. Preston Smith has looked great this year after a down year last year. This this Green Bay defense is it's one of the scariest in the league because they've been good despite not being healthy. And I think that that's what – I think that's where teams really need to be scared about is if this Green Bay defense is ever at full health, y'all are in trouble because there is dogs everywhere. And Joe Barry has – like he started the year slow, and they've started to come on as of late. And as they get healthy and everybody gets better, they're they're going to cause problems for people because they're just – they know how to win games. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. doesn't matter if you win every game 25 to 24. If you're winning, you're winning.
2: And you'll also the other fact, also you probably have the reigning NFC Defensive Player of the Month covering Travis Kelsey for most of the game. you got to think Campbell's going to be getting that assignment first. And and they talk about another great move by – First, Brian Gutekunst bringing him in, also the coaching staff utilizing him the way that he should have been used in Atlanta and Arizona. Like, the, I think this defense is for real. It's the front seven can dominates. Uh, I'm excited to see Jack Heflin up because I know he got so much hype in the preseason and in camp, and as the trash can full of dirt as he's been affectionately called. By, by the beat, it's it's going to be good to see him getting some snaps. It, it sucks that Ke- uh, Kingsley Kiki's out because this is the game where he could have a monster performance. But seeing some of these younger guys getting these snaps and learning on the fly, learning in a big environment like like Kansas City is going to be so much fun to watch. So I think I think it's about time we should just move into our picks. So, Gage, we'll go to you first. Gage, what are you picking for this one?
3: Uh, screw it. I don't care. I'm <laughs> picking Green Bay to win the game. I don't care. I think that Kansas City is good. I think that Kansas City is still a talented team, and I think that they can go beat people. I'm not picking them to beat Green Bay. I'm picking Green Bay to win. I think Green Bay goes at Arrowhead, and I think that they win a ugly, gross game. I think that they make the Chiefs try and play their game, and I think that the that Green Bay is better at playing their game than Kansas City is at playing a game that's not theirs. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. The total right now is 48 I think ultimately you end up getting really close to that. I'm not 100% sure where it's going to go in terms of true total, but I think Green Bay wins this game. I think Green Bay wins the game 24-21. So ultimately, it fall under on the total there. But I have Green. I think Green Bay can win this game, and I'm, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm predicting. If Green Bay loses the game, I won't be surprised. I'll be more surprised if Green Bay gets blown out in this game than if Green Bay loses the game outright. If they lose the game 24-17. I'll be like, all right, sure, it happens. But if Green Bay gets blown out, then I'll be a little bit like, that's not that's not what I expected at all. But yeah, no, I'm p- predicting Green Bay to win the game right now.
1: And what are you thinking, Mark? I, I I wish he went to me first because Gage stole my stole my thunder. I, yeah, I, I mean, get I, I'm I'm the if I'm not the president, I'm the vice president of the Jordan Love fan club, so I'm I'm behind him. I mean, I think he's better than Daniel Jones. And Daniel Jones should have beaten Kansas City last week. that's necessary. not exactly
3: hard to be better than Daniel Jones. Exactly. And Daniel Jones should have beaten Kansas
1: City last week. I mean, if, like you said, if, if, if a guy doesn't jump off sides, if there isn't another, the Giants just played stupid because they're the Giants and that's what they do. And that's why they're two and six or whatever they are. But Daniel Jones gave Kansas City's defense some trouble. Well, I think, like I said, I think Jordan Love and, and Green Bay has much more around Jordan Love than the Giants have around Daniel Jones. Um, so, yeah, I think Green Bay, I think Love is going to play well. I mean, he has to play well if I think the Packers are going to win. Um, I mean, he'll play within himself. He'll, he'll make some plays. I think he'll run for some. I think you'll see him gaining some yards on the ground as well. And I think Jones and Dillon are going to be too much for Kansas City's defense. Um, being on the road isn't, I mean, Kansas City's home field isn't what it was. Um, yeah, I, I, but I think I have, I have a little bit higher than, than Gage. You said what 24, 21? I think 28, 24. I'll, 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 go Green Bay 28-24.
2: And I'm just, I'm pretty much spot on with both of you guys. I think Love will play fine. I think he's gonna, he's gonna play smart. And I think he's, they're gonna use him, his legs a little bit more too. So I think, I think it's a big game for Dylan and Jones. I think we're gonna see some, or especially some random plays for the tight ends, which will be fun to watch because the KC linebackers aren't that great either. But I'm going 24-20. I think Green Bay, I think Green Bay wins, that hits the under. I, I think, I think, I think Gage is right. It's gonna yeah. be a sloppy, kind of ugly game for the people who are expecting the shootout that was supposed to happen now the past two years between Green Bay and Kansas City that hasn't happened. I think this will be a game where it's going to be a grinded out fourth quarter, and I think the Packers will get one of those seven-minute drives that's going to just completely destroy all hope for Kansas City in the fourth, and I, I think they take it 24-20, and I think they get their eighth in a row. So we have three guys. Call us homers. Call us whatever <laughs> you want. Green Bay's going to win. Uh, Mark, where can people find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter at mark 8 zero eight, Facebook Mark Eckel, and uh, I'll be. I write for a Packer Report. I'll have a story up right after the game an instant analysis. I have a story up now on the site, uh, looking back to Aaron Rodgers' first, not his not his first start like Jordan Love, but his first key appearance uh, from two thousand seven when he came in against the Cowboys and played pretty well, and I think that that set things in motion to let Brett Favre go and, you know, not unretire with them and move on to Rodgers. And I kind of speculate like, hey, you know, I think we'll let's see what love does. And if we might be seeing a little deja vu there.
3: And what about you, Gage? As always, you can find me on Twitter at G. NFL. Still working on uh, covering the Nuggets as well as fantasy football in general, covering the Nuggets for Denver Stiffs and fantasy football for Dynasty Nerds and Rotoballer. Uh, still answering fantasy football questions, start, sits, whatever, uh, every sun- every Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., uh, right up until that kickoff. Anything that's set my way, uh, whether it's a DM or an actual tweet, I respond to all of them. Uh, and I try to respond to them as quickly as possible, so that way you're not left scrambling uh, with- due to a last-minute response. But... Uh glad to have everybody here. Glad to be back two weeks in a row now for the three of us, which I don't know the last time we had two all three of us for two weeks in a row, but it's uh, it's good to all, for all of us to be here. I got a quick question for for, for Gates since you brought up.
1: I don't play fantasy
3: football, all right, but I, have, but I do have a fantasy football question for you. All right. Should I play Jordan Love tomorrow? I can say that I have recommended Jordan Love to more than one person in the last few days. That's what I wanted to hear.
2: All right. And you can find me on Twitter at Wentland, all one word. Again, most of my work is in the broadcasting field at ZaleskiSports.com out of central Wisconsin. Uh, if any of uh, people who watched my game last night, a big thank you to everyone. We had a set of viewership record for the game I did last night for level three playoffs for high school football. Got winter sports coming up. You can find them at ZaleskiSports.com there uh, for my play-by-play work. Uh, and, and, for of course, for the Packet a podcast, find us at Packet a Podcast on social media on your favorite podcast platform for pack a podcast is there as well and of course on youtube Andy's again con- continuing day in and day out doing good work there as well so everyone thank you for joining us enjoy the game is the packers and chiefs late afternoon from kansas city for mark eckle and for gage bridgeford this is mike one everyone is stay cool stay safe always carry the g and go pack go enjoy the game